Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Nothing Show. Today's episode is going to be NFL Rundown Week 7. Very excited to bring this episode to you all, and I appreciate you guys tuning in. Let's get started. So Week 7 was, was so far my favorite week in the NFL. I think it was the most exciting. We had a lot of close games, a lot of comebacks, just just all around a fun week of football to watch. So started off on Thursday Night Football with the Giants and the Eagles. That the score of that was 22 to 21 in favor of the Eagles, and that was a lot closer than I thought it would be. You know, I thought I kind of viewed the Eagles as legit contenders for not sorry, not legit contenders, but I viewed them as kind of the clear contender to win the NFC East, and I think most people agreed with me. But you know, they only beat the Giants by one point, so if they want to be be the best team in that division, they gotta beat the worst team by more than one point. And then uh, also we had Washington versus Dallas, which was, in my opinion, the biggest game of the week, or maybe the third biggest, but we'll get there later. But for right now, I just want to focus on the NFC East. If you go to the standings, Eagles are 2-4-1, and one, Cowboys are 2-5, and five, Washington's 2-5, and five, and the Giants are 1-6. and six. So this, Eagle, this, this division has not gone anywhere. I, I thought by, by now, by week seven, we'd kind of have maybe a team with, an, with a 500 record, but... But no, the, Washington killed Dallas. They killed them 3-25. to 25. It, was, it was an awful game for Dallas. The only points they scored were off of a, a punt return. And then they went 3-0 and out and just kicked a field goal because it was a good punt return. So D- Dallas is worse than I thought. Far worse than I thought. You know, I thought that they had a bad record. They were losing games. But, you know, they're still the Dallas Cowboys, right? <laughs> no, they are awful like legitimately one of the worst teams in the nfl and i didn't think i'd see this happen to the cowboys but it did washington beat them and washington actually looked good so i said last week that if washington beats the cowboys and then they come off their bye week which is their current week and then beat the eagles the next week or sorry the giants next week i think that washington will win that division and i'm gonna stick by that after what i saw from washington they they now have the number four overall ranked defense in terms of yards allowed per game and they are the number one pass defense i love what jack del rio has done with that defense of course ron rivera has probably had a lot to do with it but i really i don't love washington you know they're still a you know probably bottom third of the nfl but in terms of the nfc east they're great i think that they're going to beat the giants and they'll beat the cowboys when they play them again this division could come down to week 17 when philadelphia plays washington in philadelphia so we'll see, but the NFC East is actually becoming one of my favorite divisions just because of how like close everything is. Like The only other division that's so close is the NFC West, and it's close for the opposite reason. Every team in there is good. Another big game was Lions and Falcons. This was a, so much fun to watch. Uh, Falcons got the lead going into the end of the game. Uh, Atlanta was in the end zone, or sorry, the red zone. Todd Gurley gets a nice run. And then his momentum actually carries him in to the to the to the end zone. And keep in mind, this is with like around a minute left on the clock. So he wanted to just just go down on purpose right before getting a touchdown, but he accidentally scored due to his momentum. So so the Falcons were winning by like five. And then uh, you know Matt Stafford leads a comeback, goes down the field in a minute, throws some insane insane passes. It was so much fun to watch. He was just dishing it out. And his receivers were reeling everything in. It was so much fun to watch. And so so the Lions ended up coming back and winning. 
It was crazy. It was so much fun to watch. If you didn't catch that game, please, please, please go check out the highlights because that was an awesome one. That was the ending of that game was unlike anything. Well, actually, that's not true. It was actually like the um, if any of you saw it, it was like the Penn State game, Penn State versus Indiana. A very similar thing happened. So that was a lot of fun to watch. Steelers and Titans. This was probably the most anticipated game of the week. Uh, the Steelers defeated the Titans 27-24, to and Tennessee missed a field goal in the last minute to bring the game to overtime. So that was that was a lot of fun to watch. Steelers brought, came out to an early, early lead, and the Titans started to come back, and then unfortunately their kicker, Steven Goskowski, missed a field goal and was not able to bring their team into overtime. So that I, I kind of wish that had gone to overtime. It would have been a fun overtime game to watch, especially with Derrick Henry. Granted, he wasn't running the ball too well, but still, Derrick Henry in overtime is something else. I, I wish that would have happened, but regardless, I think I think the Steelers are clearly the number one team in the NFL right now. Uh, the Bucks are probably up there, even though they have two losses. They the Bucks just improve significantly every single week, week in and week out. It's honestly crazy to see. Plus, they're about to add Antonio Brown to that. That's big news, by the way. The Buccaneers are signing Antonio Brown. Uh, so yeah, the Bucks are really, really good. Um, they are kind of struggling with injuries, and I think that's part of the reason they went and got Antonio Brown. So I, I think the Bucs are going to win the NFC South. I don't, to be honest, I don't even think the, Saint, the Saints are second place right now in that division. I don't think the Saints will make the playoffs. Because the NFC North has got two great teams and one good team. Maybe actually one great team, two good teams in the Packers, Bears, and Lions. And the NFC West has four great teams. Except I'm not too high on the Rams, but I know some people are. So we'll say great. Uh, so, so the playoffs for the NFC is, it's looking like the NFC West could have two wild cards, honestly, because the, the, that's the Rams, 49ers, Seahawks, and Cardinals. Another good game, uh, piggybacking on talking about the Cardinals and the NFC West, that was, this was a divisional game. Seattle Seahawks lost to the Arizona Cardinals 34 to 37 in overtime. This one was crazy, man. Uh, it, it's honestly too much to talk about, but just some of the biggest parts, uh, Buda Baker gets a what should should have been a pick six, and then somehow DK Metcalf like closes a gap of ten yards and chases him down on like five yards out from the end zone to get the pick six, and then they don't end up scoring on that possession because they go for it and can't get it. So that that was a huge, huge play by DK Metcalf. That was a nice effort play, and then later, uh, you know the game kind of goes into overtime, and then the Cardinals miss a field goal to win it. They just miss it. Seattle gets the ball back, go down the field, and they and then uh, Isaiah Simmons picks the ball off, intercepts Russell Wilson, and then the Cardinals get a chance to march on the field and take the field goal yet again, and they make the second one. So, you know, I like that game because both teams really had a lot of opportunities to win it. And, you know, we're going to see a re- rematch between these two teams. And, I wouldn't say that because the Cardinals won, they're better than the Seahawks. I mean, even though it technically means that. But these are still two great teams, you know. I, I can't wait for the rematch, and we'll see what happens. That Seattle defense does need work, though. They're, they're number 32, they're the worst team in the NFL in terms of yards allowed. Finally, my last major game of the week was the 49ers versus the Patriots. Uh, San Francisco beat New England 33-6. to The Patriots couldn't get anything going on offense. Uh, Cam had three interceptions. One, granted, one wasn't really his fault, but uh, 
it, it bounced off Edelman's hands and was picked off kind of the second time we've seen that this season. But New England's got some problems, you know. We're not used to seeing New England lose. They're two and four, so we got to see how how they come back from this. But realistically, I don't think that they have the talent to come back from it. Their best player on offense is their quarterback, who's Cam Newton. Like great talent, don't get me wrong, but he's he can't carry the team. Like he needs some help. Their first round receiver from a year ago, uh, Nikhil Harry, seems to be a, a bust. I've been hearing that uh, he's not really getting much done. He goes down kind of early after he gets the ball. He doesn't really fight for extra yards. He struggles getting open. Their running backs are good, but they're not really getting any help from the O-line. Their defense, of course, still has pieces and Stephon Gilmore, players like that, the defensive backs especially. But, you know, the defense can't carry the game. So it's really rough to see. It's not rough to see. I mean, it's the Patriots. But, but, you know, it's interesting. You know, the Patriots are bad. Uh, I, I want to see if they're going to come back and be competitive in the AFC East or even just in in, in the NFL in general. So we got to see that. But the 49ers proved that they are legit. There was some doubt, uh, including for myself, after they had a weak start to the season, but, but they're looking good now. So before I get to the rest of the games that I don't want to cover in too much detail, I just want to talk about some of the big free agent signings. So... I went over this, but Antonio Brown is going to sign with the Buccaneers. It's not really official yet because he has to wait out his his uh, suspension, but but once he does, he's he's basically definitely going to sign there. Next, Everson Griffin was traded to the Lions. The Cowboys traded Everson Griffin, a defensive end for a 2021 conditional sixth round pick. So you know the Cowboys didn't really get that much value out of that, but Everson Griffin did have a pretty big contract. And it seems like the Lions are trying to make a push to maybe make the playoffs. So that's kind of kind of cool. Uh, Landon Collins, safety for the Washington football team, tore his Achilles. Very sad to hear. And they're looking to replace him with Eric Reed. They offered him a contract to sign with the practice squad, but he declined. So, you know, I don't know if he's going to end up playing for Washington or if he just didn't want to be on the practice squad. Granted, he could always be elevated, but I think that he just wants a real deal, or maybe he just doesn't want to play with Washington. Des Bryant officially has signed with the with the uh, Baltimore Ravens practice squad, so Des is back. I can't wait to watch him. I hope he gets into a game in a few weeks. And those are kind of the big free agency, I'm sorry, free agency and trades that went down this week. Uh, so yeah. Next up, some of the final smaller games, not smaller games, but the ones that I don't want to cover in too much detail. We've got uh, the New Orleans Saints beat the Carolina Panthers 27-24. to uh, You know, the Saints look meh. Panthers look meh. I didn't, the, the Panthers lost by a field goal. I mean, I, I don't know which one of those two teams is going to end up in second place. If I had to guess, I'd go with the Saints just because you know, they're more accomplished in recent years. But the Panthers, I don't, I think they're a pretty decent football team. They're going through a nice rebuild where they're still competitive. And I like the Panthers. I thought that they were going to win that game, honestly. But now that they haven't, they're 3-4. and four. Bills versus Jets. This was a boring game. Uh, Bills won 18-10. to 10, Kicked a bunch of field goals in that one. <laughs> uh, really, really, there, there wasn't much going for either team on offense. The Jets played good defense and the Bills played good defense. So that was kind of like a defensive showdown. That The, the Jets only lost by 8 points. So... <laughs> I wonder if we're going to see the Jets go 0-16 or if they're going to somehow manage to win a game this season. Also, Trevor Lawrence announced that 
he is not sure about whether he's going to declare for the NFL draft or remain in college at Clemson for another year. Uh, some people are speculating that it might be because he, it might be because he doesn't want to go to the New York Jets, but that's just speculation. Browns and Bengals. Uh, the Browns won this 37 to 34 in the fourth quarter. Joe Burrow marched his field, marched his team down the field, and scored a touchdown to take the lead. And then in in the last minute of the game, really, uh, Baker Mayfield had some nice throws, nice throws to uh, Higgins. Uh, oh man, <laughs> I can't remember the other guy's name. There was a a rookie receiver out of Michigan who had a nice catch too, who scored a touchdown. It was I think it was his first NFL reception. And so it was kind of cool to watch the the Browns march down the field, but I feel bad for Joe Burrow. He uh, <laughs> the Bengals don't deserve him. He is so good. He's it's unreal how good Joe Burrow is, especially for a rookie. He passed for four hundred yards in that game and still lost. He took he did everything he could. He took the lead in the last few minutes of the game. Just needed his defense to get a stop, and then Baker Mayfield threw all over them. The Green Bay Packers beat the Houston Texans thirty-five to twenty. To be honest, I didn't really watch this game, but you know, the Packers put up 35 points. Their defense looks like it's, or their offense looks like it has recovered since the loss to the Buccaneers last week. And it's not the biggest shame for the Texans to lose to a top five team like the Packers. So even though the Texans are rebuilding, they have an interim head coach. I think it's good for them to stay competitive in some games and maybe even win a few more before the season ends. Buccaneers beat the Raiders 45 to 20. The game was pretty close. You know, it was competitive in the first half, but in the second, you know, the Bucks really just showed showed what they're made of and closed that game out. I think the Buccaneers have the best defense in the NFL right now. I don't think that's that controversial. Their defense plays very fast and they're so young, you know, you've got players like Devin White and just just all around great great talent talent on the defense. They've got a good rookie rookie uh, defensive back. I can't remember his name. I apologize, but but he's good. Uh so yeah, you know, I I think the Bucks are really good. I wouldn't put them as the best team just yet because of their two losses, but they're doing very well. The Raiders, I I think that they're still a good team. The season's not over for them. They're competitive. They could sneak into a wild card spot, but this was definitely a tough loss. I think John Gruden's going to bounce back, though. Chiefs versus Broncos. Sorry, I did not catch any of this game, but I did see some highlights. It was a nice snowy day in uh, in Kansas City. I saw Le'Veon Bell had actually a pretty good game. He had, I think, like six touches or seven touches, and he had like 6.5 yards per carry. So that was pretty impressive. I was glad to see him do well. Uh, that was good to see. Jaguars lost to the Chargers 29-39. to Justin Herbert looked great, really, especially for a rookie quarterback. He's playing phenomenal. Uh, Chargers are like 2-4 and four or 2-5 and five right now, so they're not the greatest in terms of record, but they've got a lot of talent. They're developing nicely, and I think they've got their guy. The Jaguars look very bad. They haven't had a good week since week one where they beat the Colts. And honestly, I'm just, I feel bad, you know. I'm rooting for Gardner Minshew. I want him to be a franchise quarterback. But as of right now, it seems like they're going to be drafting very high. Lastly, last night, the Bears played the Rams. Rams won 24-10. You know, I keep thinking that the Rams are pretenders and I want to say that they are just because other than the Bears they've only beaten NFC East teams but still like you gotta they did play a good game you gotta acknowledge it and you know 
I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs, but there's a chance that they could. The Bears are now 5-2. and two. Uh, Matt Nagy, a lot of people are putting the blame on Matt Nagy for having super conservative play calling until it was they were the Bears were too far behind to really come back. So take that for what it is. I'm not sure if it's true, honestly. I didn't watch that much of that game because I actually fell asleep after like 10 minutes. So yeah, Bears are now the seventh seed. They went from being the first seed in the NFC to the seventh seed. So that's it for all the games. Just a couple of things I wanted to touch on really quick. I was talking earlier about the Cowboys versus Washington game. I just wanted to just really go into more depth about that one. Washington actually looked really good. Uh, Kyle Allen played played well. He wasn't amazing, but he got the job done for sure. Uh, he didn't really have to carry too hard. Terry McLaurin, I would say, and Antonio Gibson, the, the Washington's running back, played had really good games. Uh, Antonio Gibson had 124 rushing yards. Terry McLaurin had 90 receiving yards and a touchdown catch. He kind of embarrassed Trayvon Diggs, if you've seen that video. They were, like, fighting, and then the next play, Terry caught a 50-yard touchdown. Was, he basically burned him on the rally. He was like had, like, 10 or 5 yards of separation. So, Cole Holcomb, a linebacker, second-year linebacker out of UNC for Washington, had himself a day. He had a sack, uh, an interception, a couple tackles for loss. He blew Zeke up in the backfield, if you've seen that video. He just kind of blitzes through the middle pop Zeke and then gets the sack so that was a really nice play I think that 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 defense is very legitimate and we've been saying that since week one since we saw their defensive line but now it's like the whole defense so that team's actually kind of scary I think they're going to win the NFC East I want them to you know as much as I think as much as I they feel bad for Philadelphia because of the injuries I really think that I want I want Ron Rivera and Jack Dobrio to make the playoffs I think that would be very exciting for Washington well, that is everything I have for today. I'm sorry that this episode was pretty short. Uh, I'm, I've been very busy today. I apologize. I, I really want to make this podcast thing work, but unfortunately, I just couldn't really make that much time for today. It's already pretty late, and I want to get the episode out at around 9. It's 9 o'clock right now, so I want to be able to put it out tonight so that the people that want to listen tonight can. In order to make it up for you guys, to up to you guys, I'm going to have a very, very good episode next week. I'm going to go over all the games by myself, and then I'm going to have an interview or a guest on just to talk. talk. At least that's what I'm thinking of. I haven't decided for sure. I might not go over the games and just do an interview because I feel like I kind of want the focus to be on the interview, but I haven't decided for sure, so we're going to see. I also might just do like call-ins where I have like a bunch of people call in for a shorter amount of time. I might do a combination of both or, or two of those things or th- maybe all three. So... We got to wait and see. Once again, I apologize that this episode was kind of short, but I will make it up to you guys next week. I want to thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. It means so, so much that you guys support me on my Instagram and on my podcast. So with that, I hope you all have a nice night and I will see you guys next week.